What's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Wellnow, and if you are new, welcome. This is an exciting time. You know, this is an interesting time to be alive, and God was like, hey, I'm gonna put all of you on the earth right now because I know you can take it. I know you can handle it, and I'm gonna put special gifts inside you because they're really necessary for this time. So I'm excited that we're sharing the space, the real estate space of earth together. <laughs> and that God is entrusting us to do what he's called us to do. And so I'm just going to share a little bit about my experience last week in DC and answer some questions that you guys have. But I do believe things are going to get a little harder. But God has prepared us for these moments more than we think. And, you know, as long as we stay set apart and consecrated, um, we'll be fine because he's with us until the very end. And we're with him until the very end. So without further ado... Enjoy this week's episode. I love you guys, and I would love to hear you guys leave a written review and share your thoughts on this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. It means a lot. I'm so honored and grateful that you're hopping on. What's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and let me just say... Everybody take in a deep, take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, let out all of the anxiety, all of the confusion, all of the rumors. <laughs> this has been crazy. I don't know about you, but I'm, I was never really great at math, but I feel like I've received like 1.5 million messages, private messages, text messages, phone calls, whatever it may be with rumors. Uh, but well-meaning people, I'm just saying this is a time where so much information is going on. It's filled with rumors. And my hope is to bring you peace today. My hope is to remind you how awesome Jesus is and what is our call right now in living a life set apart. And then also on Instagram, I asked you guys what questions you have that you would like answered. So I'm going to pull up some of those and answer them to the best of my ability. If I don't know, then clearly I will say, I don't know, but to kick off the day, to kick off this moment, I just want to encourage you um, to, and, rem, and remind you that God always wins. He always wins. He never fails. And right now, regardless of what you see, God is winning. Mind-blowing, right? But he is. He's winning. He always wins. And he does it in ways that we don't always understand. He just does because he's faithful. He's good. And God can't escape himself. He's God, okay? And he's got this. Um, it's, it's been an interesting week. So about a week ago, I went to D.C. And um, it was like four days before D.C., which I'm totally excited to share this story with you guys. Um, I like to be way more open and real on Set Apart because we have a trend of um, being a family here. But, you know, four days before this whole rally in DC was going on, which I've never in my life wanted. And I hear me out. This is my personality. This isn't me dogging on anyone. Okay. I've never wanted to go to a political rally. It just isn't my thing. I don't own any presidential gear of any specific president to my knowledge, um, that I would be parading around in. And I'm not judging anybody who does that. I'm saying for me, it just isn't my flair. I've never been drawn to it. Never wanted to put money towards it. But four days before Last week, um, last week's rally, when the president spoke, 
and and walk. I call it a prayer walk because I've been praying for the nation, but that's not what the news is calling it. <laughs> My friend calls and asks me if I if I'd like to go, and I got to go on a private jet, and I got to stay at a very nice hotel for free. It was crazy, so generous. And this is a friend that we've been praying for the nation for the past two years together, and we pray for all political believers, and and we pr uh, pray a lot for specific leaders within the body of Christ when news pops up. Or we have like a really fun people who will message us and our prayer group would just cover these men and women and it felt like secret agents in heaven. And so anyways, I was like, it would be so fun to go put my boots on the ground. So this is what's crazy. Um, first of all, riding on a pri private jet felt like a once in a lifetime opportunity. There was like a five course meal on there. It was so epic. I was like, is this real life? And everybody's so kind and loving. It was spirit-filled believers on the plane and we were enjoying each other's company and i'm like man people who have private jets this is so amazing like the, it changes the whole flight experience not just because the five course meal but um because you get to walk around and talk it's more comfortable of course but anyways it was, i was soaking up every moment i was like god this is cool the hotel was beautiful but dc was kind of in lockdown while i was there but i want to say you know i'm at this rally and we are sitting in this vip section because once again this person had connections and so we have chairs and there are so there's an ocean of patriots there and it was very peaceful everybody's super kind um you know and i'm just sitting there like praying and feeling the peace of god and all these different leaders come out and then it was so surreal to me i've never seen a president in person by the way and it was cool to see our president Trump walk out on the stage and greet everyone. I was like, this is surreal. And so, you know, throughout the rally, I remember him speaking and I remember being in awe, like in the sense of, you know, of course he says things that I'm like, I don't fully agree with, or maybe I wouldn't say it that way. So I've got to be careful. Um, but I was really impressed with how peaceful his speech was. He was communicating that he wants to continue to fight for America, you know, as though all of us as a people group don't end with his presidency ending is the way I took it. And he very much so several times insinuated a peaceful protest. And in my gut, I was like, wow, God, good for him for insinuating peace because this, like, people could be dumb. <laughs> I'm just being honest, but people could be dumb and, and go riot or loot or whatever. So I remember walking from there to the Capitol and I was probably like a football length away from the actual Capitol. I'd never seen it before maybe further. It's very peaceful. Once again, my friend and I stopped and we prayed. It's freezing outside. We got some words from the Lord. We prayed them over. Uh, it was so cool and surreal too. I'm like, people are meeting in there right now, making decisions for our nation. Like everything was so cool to me. And so then we, um, we just saw peace. So we started getting text messages, people concerned about our lives. And we're like, why? Of course we're fine. And then we hear about the news and what happened because we walked back to our room, which by the way, we walked onto the Capitol building. We were there for like five minutes, 10 minutes, and you know, across the way, it was pretty far away where we were standing. And I just felt like we were supposed to go back to the hotel room. So it was like a 15, 20 minute walk back to our hotel and we're praying. We turn on the news and it's like crazy because we didn't see, literally we just come from the Capitol. We had not seen anything at all, even reminiscent of this from the outside of the Capitol. Um, I was just realizing I'm getting a taste of what we're headed into. Like I do believe as Christians, uh, right now we do not need to be focusing or like spreading rumors. I feel like I just a lot into the mic. Sorry. 
<laughs> but as Christians, we do not need to be spreading rumors. We don't need to be throwing shade at one another. I really feel like I know that I'm just going to be really real, y'all. I know I'm going to keep saying that because I feel like this podcast might be a little heavy, but my hope is that um, it brings some encouragement at the end for sure. Like, well, even throughout it, Jesus is Lord and he's never going to lose and he's not losing now. Um, but you know, it says that we are to petition God in prayer, intercession, thanksgiving be made to him for all people, for kings and all in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. We are to pray for people. So I encourage you to really be praying for this incoming administration if you haven't been yet. And if you're standing in faith for something other than that, good. You 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 need to be postured before the Lord and anything not done in faith is sin. And so I think that's another thing is that we all hear different pieces of the puzzle and it's just, we're all hearing God, but are we interpreting it correctly? Are we interpreting it through a lens of what we want to hear? Are we interpreting it through a lens of like, God, what are you really saying? And I think that's something that I've really learned a lot in the middle of um, just hearing, feeling like I heard the Lord say something and knowing I'm a student in understanding what he's saying, because it's not always literal. Jesus spoke in parables, really unique. And some of them were really weird and twisted. <laughs> they were literal, but it was such a powerful um, example of parables and he still speaks in them today. So anyways, um, I, I dove into via um, advice of a mentor who I love very much. I dove into Jude and it says, but dear friends, Remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the men who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. I was one of those Christians that did not have the spirit. Um, when somebody can get so blatantly angry because they're taking things out of context and accuse and scoff someone, instead of seeking understanding and asking the Lord what we're called to do in that moment and responding by the spirit of God, um, then, then it says a lot because um, we're going to be tested in this area a lot more moving forward. I genuinely feel like this is a picture of what's headed our way. And I remember growing up, you know, I grew up Church of Christ, which I'm super grateful for, but there was no, like the Holy Spirit was like a Catholic thing to me. I did not know the Holy Spirit, like, but the thing is when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, it gave a name to, to the thing that had been awakening my heart since I was a little girl. Like it gave a name to the man, to the friend, Holy Spirit, you know, like it was phenomenal. It was life-changing. And I have changed a lot and transformed, been transformed a lot by the Spirit of God and His leadership. And in, through reading the Word of God, being corrected, learning, understanding the character of Jesus and the way He responded. And so I, it's very easy for people to accuse and assume, but I want to encourage you to always listen and seek understanding with things that are coming that are ahead of us. Because when we, I love this because it says, in, when you continue to read in Jude, which is such a, such a tiny, tiny book. Like it's not even, it's just so short, you guys. Like there's no excuse to not read it. It's so powerful though. It says, but you dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. I love you, Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. Guys, 
It is the way of the kingdom to say, be merciful to those who doubt, to those who scoff, to those who don't know. Be merciful. Because how many times have we made a mistake and God was merciful rather than his wrath and judgment? <laughs> but some people see God as, as this great wrath of judgment. And, and God is like, I'm here at the mercy seat. And I mercy triumphs over judgment. But he will get our attention. He will get our attention if we don't pay attention. Something's going to happen one day to make sure he does. Because he will not let, he will protect his people. And he doesn't want us to be misled. So I say and share all this because I do believe we're stepping into a time of persecution. But even in James, it says that that produces maturity and character and leads to a crown of life on our head. And it says, um, it says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation is overtaking you that is not common to man. And I'm talking temptation to persecute, to accuse somebody, or to react or respond to somebody who's doing that to somebody else or to you. Even internally, guys, everything I'm saying, I think it's so important to be aware of how do you think about other people? What do you think towards yourself? Because having an internal thought to me is the same as saying it out loud or taking action. Anyways, so no temptation is overtaking you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will always provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So today, no matter what you're facing, God always has a door of escape. So I know I'm preaching here, but I'm just saying persecution's going to pick up. We're about to step into a season, no matter what happens, where we're going to have to fight for biblical values and fight for the word of God um, to be protected in our lives, in our nation, in the law of the land. And individuals are going to come at us. Look, the body of Christ cannot afford to be divided right now, or we will fall. We need one another. And so even if somebody else in the body of Christ is standing for something you don't understand, either get around the table or pray for them, but do not come at anyone. And, and if somebody comes at you, be praying, Lord, will you help me extend mercy in times where I'm to extend mercy? Help me experience what it's like to walk in your ways supernaturally um, in the times ahead and to walk with courage and boldness. Um, this kind of stuff is what strengthens us and helps us like also turn to the Lord and say, Lord, if any of this is true, would you please tell me? Because I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to be misled. And, and allow him, listen to him and see what he says. Because he'll give it to you. He really will. Okay. Also, with all the rumors going around, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So I want to say, even now, before I go into the Q&A of answering y'all's questions, Lord, we thank you for your ways. We thank you for revealing to us how to walk in mercy, how to extend mercy, how to walk in your supernatural love and humility to extend to other people. God, would you give us a perspective to see where other people are coming from and to meet them where they're at and love them? Holy Spirit, would you, we thank you for showing us how to pray for others. We thank you for showing us how to be there for one another. We are so excited, God, about what you're doing in this nation. And we thank you for the armor that you've given us in your word and in relationship to do what only we can do with you. And you're the one who's going to get the glory. And so we thank you for the victory ahead in Jesus' name. And that is how I pray, like Philippians 4, 6 says. Okay, questions. Are you guys ready? Some of these are really intense, and I love it. But here we go. Um, how do you know what is true and what is not true? You know, one of the greatest news sources in our time would be the Bible and the prayer room. Heaven, 
information from heaven. But God is speaking to us all the time and living a life set apart is like when you're infused with the word of God. 10 years ago, if that incident that happened last week would have happened to me, I would have been crying out for God to take my life. Literally, I was that depressed. And I really, that's another thing to consider is you don't know where people are. But because I have put the word in me, the word of God inside me, that I've prayed and I've asked God for humility. I've asked God to give me wisdom. I've asked God to prepare me for these moments. I was able to heal quickly and move forward in understanding and love without a grudge, without unforgiveness, without anger, without hurt. It's amazing. And only God could do that. And so I want to say that is where truth comes from. And that is a truth response. And you can tell a lot by what somebody believes, by how they communicate. So there are a lot of sources going around that are not true. Guys, if you are if you are following QAnon, I love you. And I want to say, I've heard some of the things that come out of that source. And it sounds like the gossip central of conspiracy theories. It, I, I would hate to believe if, I don't know the accuracy rate of QAnon, but like we are not called to get caught up in rumors like that or gossip or slander. And some of that information that I have heard from other people that's in there is so hateful. And if it's not true, it's really evil to believe that. And I want to encourage you. There are a lot of seasoned men and women who have continued to prophesy, who are walking the character and nature of God, who have the fruit of God, who are sharing information in the church, who know what's happening. I hate to say this. I am not one of those who believes after I experienced what I did going to DC and seeing how the um, news sources are pushing fear and hate towards our current presidency and all those people who were there. It was not true. It wasn't accurate. And the president's speech was peaceful. There was nothing in it, unless you take it out of context, context that was evil or that ever promoted um, tearing anything down. And I'm convinced that there's something weird going on in our news. So I would turn off the news and I would get, there's nothing you need to know on earth more than the word. And and God's voice right now and pray as he leads you to pray. And so I would encourage you not to watch mainstream media. I know that's horrible, but that's just where we're at in the season specifically, especially if you don't know what's true and what's not true because the word of God is always true. Whoa. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. give an example of a historic leader that helped bring truth. What's up, Esther? Women, by the way, this is your year. This is your year to rise up and to give the world your life. Now, when people are like made for such a time as this, I'm like, do you know what you're saying? Like when her uncle looked at her and said that to Esther, like he was saying, hey, you may have been born to give your life for our people. But what I love about her, an example of historic leader that helped bring truth, is that there was a lot of lies going on in the background. There was a lot of rumors going on. There was so much evil going on behind the king's back that his um, right-hand man was making that she fasted for three days and was willing to give her life in order for the truth to be heard. And so I believe Esther transformed nations by her act of bravery and courage. But the cool thing is, is that her bravery and courage came from God. It came from three days of calling her people to fast and pray. And she was willing to lose her, her, her wife, her life by entering into the presence of the king and sharing what was happening. And so I love the favor that God gave her. And it came from God. And what she did was from God. And the courage came. It all came from God. And that's what I love. But her, I could keep going on of historic leaders. Paul is epic. I mean, I could really keep going. But anyways, okay. 
How do you process rumors about America? What if they seem so believable? Right now, everybody's wanting to hold on to truth. They, so many Christians are believing this, this, or this. And the reason why there's so many rumors going on and around is because people want them to be true. So they're holding on to anything they can. But look, man does not determine God's plans. Now, we do play a role in it, but what I want to say is if you don't see it on news, if you don't know the credibility of the source, even if it's your friend sending it to you, if they didn't hear it from the main, main, main source themselves, be very careful. Now, I'm not saying that some of this won't happen, but I'm saying any of that rumors about military overtake or insurrection act or anything like that, I mean, we it's just not worth getting caught. If it makes you feel anxiety or fear, lay it down and jump in your Bible. And I'm not kidding because... Um, do not be anxious about anything. Philippians 4, 6, y'all. So I, I don't know if that answers your question, but I can only answer what I can answer, you know. Um, as an American citizen, what's one thing I can do today to help? Guys, who are you? Um, what's one thing you can do today to help? I think while we're still in a little bit of a pandemic lockdown and while we're transitioning from one administration to the next, pray and ask the Lord, what do you want me to do this year? What can I do to partner with you? And it may be in your family, it may be something really simple, like listen to my children more. It may be more, it may be reading books to help learn and discover um, or master a topic on earth that you can help invade with the word of God and God's love. Um, but prayer and listening to God, I think is the best thing you can do in America today because it's going to require all of us to mobilize and get out there to transform every sphere of influence in business, in church, in families, in our school districts, in so many different areas, medicine, entertainment, media, whatever that may be. Anyways. Okay. Oh, I love this question. How do we stop the left and right narratives? That's one of my biggest pet peeves. That's why you don't hear me say it. We have caused and we are helping with the deception and division by saying the left and the right. That's not America. America is not made up of the left and the right. America is made up by human beings who are patriots who can all come together to agree and celebrate things that we agree on and work hard to make this place a better place to live and not expect other people to do it for us, which is one of the issues we're getting into now. And so I want to say if you I really want to encourage you in 2021 to not give into the narrative of the left, the right. If you watch the next America show, you won't hear me say it. Um, there are people who are, have more extreme beliefs that would say that they are Democrat or that would say they're Republican. But I would love to see. I mean, this is just Jamie Lynn, like world peace stream. But like, I would just love to see a party raise up that is more um biblically sound and is not out for themselves but is here to actually serve the american people and that can happen through prayer and through you running for office if the lord is calling you to because in two years it's going to be cray how many holy righteous men and women run for office i think it's going to be absolutely insane and then in four years it's going to be even crazier in a good way so i encourage you um I think we need to break down the narrative of left and right. Not a popular belief, I know. Not a popular belief, but I don't like it. Never have. And it makes me cringe and feel heavy when I see it because I hate the division and deception. Like, it wasn't like that when I was growing up. And now it is. And media plays a big part in that, which is why I'm here invading the airwaves and your eardrums right now, hoping to bring world peace. <laughs> okay.
I think that's good for now. I hope that's helpful. Um, I really, I just want you to know that I'm really excited about what God's doing. And I want to encourage you to get the word inside you and pray and listen so that when the hard times come and it, and it invades your personal space or your character, because I do believe, I was on the phone with Michael Malden this week talking to him. He even said he believes our character is what's, what people are going to try to destroy more than anything. And this may not be true of everyone, but it may be true of people you know. And that the Lord is the one who, who is our fortress, our strong tower. He's the one that our hope comes from. And so, you know, maybe, you're, may, you know, I'm sure stepping into media, this is nothing compared to what's coming. It's just always harder when you know the names of the people saying it. But it's amazing to remember when persecution comes, do not let go of the gaze of Jesus. Don't stop reading the word filling yourself so that you can respond and react with the word of God and the love of God and humility because we're not against flesh and blood. Okay. These are spirits and principalities that are trying to bring division and tear us apart. I don't want to, I love my friend today. I don't negotiate with demons. I was like, good for you, girl. Me neither. Um, okay. And then another thing um, that I want to encourage you to do is pray for those who curse you, pray for those who persecute you because it really is an amazing opportunity. Um, and you never know what God will do, but always keep your heart humble too. There may be truth in what they're saying. There may be truth in what's going on, but the Lord will always, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. It's not his wrath, his accusation. Satan is the accuser. So if anybody's accusing you, that's who they're partnering with, which that means that's the spirit they're partnering with. Okay. We're not against them, but the enemy just kind of got a stronghold of them. We've all been there ourselves and we can pray for them and ask the Lord for understanding so be the kindness that leads people to repentance and be the one who loves well without reserve. So I hope this is encouraging. This is what I see happening in America. Um, pray for your leaders. Pray for this transition. Pray for all that's going on. Stand in faith for what you believe the Lord has said and be a student in the prophetic. Be a student in the voice of God, knowing that his interpretation could be something else knowing that what he said is exactly what he said. Whatever it is, I celebrate you standing in faith because anything not done in faith is sin. And that's what it's called. That's what it comes down to, living a life set apart. But also, I want to encourage you. I don't know how long all these media platforms will be up. So go subscribe to Jamie to my email list on jamielynnwalnow.com. Jamie Lynn is spelled with one N. And sign up for my email list, and I'll be sending things out to you. Or go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I don't know how all this is going to do. I don't really talk about controversial stuff, but I love y'all. I love this nation. And I also want to address this before I go. We have someone in position right now as our president. We're transitioning into another place that if him not being president shakes you, I'm concerned because we're not called to make idols out of any leader. We're not called to make idols out of any presidential figure or person. And so I love experiencing, I'm not saying this to brag, I'm saying this is God. But uh, me envisioning a Biden-Harris administration, I don't feel shaken. But I do feel ready to stand for biblical values. And I do feel ready to take on um, whatever with God because he's my protector. Because when my heart's turned to him, he strengthens me and he fights for me. So keep your heart turned towards God and God alone. And don't turn it towards rumors. Don't turn it towards man. Don't turn, turn it towards an outcome. Put your hope in Jesus and your hope in Jesus alone. I love you guys. Lord, I thank you for everyone tuning in, for listening, for watching this, wherever you're catching this. Lord, I thank you for filling them with your wisdom, 
with your love and understanding. Thank you for speaking to us in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night as we sleep. Thank you for giving us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a mind to understand the things that you're doing. We love you, God. You are good and your love endures forever. Amen. See you next week on Set Apart.